0: The bar is open, we're feeling good today, and I'm Jack.
1: And I'm Daiquiri, welcome back to the Jack and Daiquiri show, girls. Um, it's been a, a long month of Sundays, it feels like, since we've seen one another. Yeah, I want to see when the last,
0: when was the last show we did? It
1: had to have been a couple of weeks ago, two, three weeks at absolute minimum. Mm. Because life so- started to just sort of happen for the both of us. Yeah, In, in different was, ways.
0: Yeah, it was right before... The fourth. Yep. So yeah, it's been it's,
1: a, it's been a while then. So it's yeah. almost been a literal month of Sundays. Yes. Um. So bad news first. <laughs> My car got fucked up. My car got totaled. <laughs> um. I was driving the world's most reliable Toyota Camry for for years. This is an '09 Toyota Camry. My mom drove that bitch before. I drove it. I was planning on driving it until the transmission blew out or wherever the fuck transmission is supposed to do. Um, and then some dumb white girl <laughs> sideswiped oh the fuck out of my poor little baby car. Yo,
0: your car was reliable as fuck too because you would be. On road I With went that everywhere. everywhere we, I
1: mean I would just be back and forth The Carbondale would be In St. Louis would we go up to Chicago And yeah. I would go everywhere In that yeah. fucking car yeah. And yeah. the only thing that ever needed to be done Was I need to get an oil change <laughs> <clears throat> I don't give a fuck what you niggas say Like that, You keep the little modern cars that, All of that shit is fine That Camry was getting me from A to B yeah. <laughs> Consistently so my car got fucked up. <laughs> um, my boyfriend's car got fucked up, not as severely as mine, but it got fucked up. Um, I had to get a new car, um, which was a long and uh, sort of well, it, I'm not gonna call it long because I got a new car in like a week and a half. Um, Flex on them, yeah. <laughs> Talk your shit. I have a, I have sustainable income, so, <laughs> but it was it was hard. Because I really had to do this entire car buying process completely by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a terrible time to buy a car if you like are not aware of it right now. Um, with the when the pandemic started, it uh, prevented a lot of different car parts to be manufactured when they needed to be.
0: Yeah, parts um, are a. I know parts major are issue major any type of vehicle, especially the um, anything that's foreign, anything that's shit, anything that's domestic. Is, yeah. You're taking months on some things to get parts, just for production, and so exactly they we, damn near make the part and send it to you.
1: Absolutely, and and, and, you know? and so because of because of the the shortage of parts, there is now um, and has been since the pandemic started, um, at least the COVID pandemic, which we'll talk about how there's a second one now. Um, when the pan- when the COVID pandemic started, there started to be a car shortage. Mm-hmm. The car shortage has fucked up the market, so. If you are currently looking to replace the car that you are driving for anybody who's listening, it is smarter, financially speaking, to just simply buy a new vehicle Um, because the used cars are the exact same price, if not in some cases, more the fuck expensive. You know how I knew that? Because I'm cheap as fuck. And I was like, well, I don't need a new, new car. I can just get the 2016, the 2017. 2017 to 30, 30 grand, 35 grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The new cars, 27, 28, <laughs> 29 grand. So in my brain, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, the cheaper option is actually the newest option in this case. So wanted to get my, my, my dream car this time around was a Toyota RAV4. Oh. I wanted a RAV4 bad. Those cars are sexy. <laughs> I was like, I want me a compact SUV. Um, I think I mentioned, I'm not going to get into details, but like my partner and I are like family planning right now. And I, I figure, well, if I have a compact SUV, my boyfriend has an SUV, then, you know, soccer practice will be easy enough when it comes to it. Right. right. So the RAV4 wasn't in the cards for me. <laughs> Because I needed a car soon because we start did school they have, soon. Did they
0: have any? Nope. Not a single one.
1: They All the ones they had on the lot were already sold. Shit. The ones that they could sell me, they're like, well, you're not going to get until September. Right. At the earliest. Because you're just ordering it. Which was out for me because school starts fucking August 15th. I can't. Yeah. I, I cannot. Right. That so I rental like, alone would have ran
0: you. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And No insurance is covered now God bless that white girl She was driving her dad's white Fiat Under her dad's Diamond level insurance Right So she paid for the rental the whole nine days I was driving that bitch yeah. That was a nice Nissan rental too It was real <laughs> real nice um, Couldn't get the RAV4 Couldn't get the, uh, the Honda SUV that I wanted Which was a HRV Okay couldn't get a Volkswagen Taos, which was, like, my number three. And couldn't quite get the ta- the, the Volkswagen uh, Tiguan, which is, like, a big fucking SUV. So I'm all these fucking SUVs that I wanted can't get. Either too expensive or parts aren't
0: here. No G-Wagon? You didn't try and get that?
1: I didn't even think about it.
0: <laughs> didn't
1: even think about it. I'm fucking with you. No, I know. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> you like, shit all these cars, yeah. You know, just pull up. I, um... So SUV, SUV, SUV wasn't working out. Then I drove, test drove, begrudgingly, this Volkswagen Jetta. And keep in mind, I didn't want a sedan Mm -hmm. because I wanted an SUV. So I was irritated getting in the car. Fuck this fucking fucking stupid ass car. First world problems. I don't even speak German. Out this raggedy (laughs) motherfucker. What the fuck is a Volkswagen? I cut the car on and I test drive it with my boyfriend and I was like, god damn i like this car i was pissed because <laughs> i was like this is not the car that i wanted but it's cheaper it's here and it drives well yeah so suffice it to say i got a brand new 2022 volkswagen jetta um it's a gorgeous sexy ass vehicle very very nice very sleek flexing on hodes daily in that motherfucker Um, I feel like I drive a Batmobile right now which I feel that way because I was driving an 09 Camry (laughs) for (laughs) ages right and we didn't know each other at this point in time but my first car was a a 2007 Chevy Cobalt
0: no Uh, way two doors yeah
1: I upgraded substantially my dad and I spoke on the phone about this like Coming from the Cobalt to this Camry, and now jumping up oh, yeah. more than a decade in production yeah. to this fucking Jetta, so it it has been a, a very stressful process because my parents were not really available to help. Mm-hmm. Um, my my dad lives far away right now, and my mom, God bless her, knows about as much about car sales as I do. Mm-hmm. Right, so she could only tell me what she knew, and it wasn't a whole lot. No shade to my mom, but. Thank God I have a nice, shiny, brand new car. Gets me from point A to point B. Um, And related to our uh, broken bottle topic, I was able to listen to Beyonce's album on full blast with those new sexy ass speakers. (laughs) That bitch was crispy. It was very nice. It's well deserved. It's well deserved. Thank you.
0: You got to tell them about the the best feature, though. The panoramic sunroof. That motherfucker, dope. (laughs) Panoramic (laughs)
1: motherfucking sunroof. In addition to you know the drive assist uh, with the lane switch thing, see, I finally have a rear view camera which I know is standard for cars now, but it wasn't standard for my black ass when I was <laughs> driving a fucking Camry. I'm used to turning around and checking my blind spot where the camera's like, oh no, we got it,
0: yeah, we got you, don't even trip, yeah. So
1: it, it, it while it was stressful, I I have been incredibly blessed to to have had this car that that is not only nice but is. New and nice and gets me from point A to point B. That's awesome. So, yeah. Anything?
0: So for me, yeah. Um, life has been quite um, busy. I wouldn't say chaotic. I would say it's been more just it's been busy sure. and it's constantly busy. Um. So what has happened since the 4th of July? Um. I just finished moving. So me and my shorty, we had a big move. This past weekend to where we cleaned out our entire apartment and moved to a completely new apartment, mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is nice. We're still trying to figure things out. Um, our dogs love it because there's more of an area for dogs now, um, but it's still for, I think last night might have been the first time that I, I woke up this morning and I was like, This is my new home. Yeah. yeah. Um. For the long, the first night was very like I woke up. I didn't sleep well at all. It was like, and I don't know if it was from, you know, all the moving, and I was just like up,
1: tired, and everything, or like buzzing. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But like, I woke up and I was like, damn. I kind of feel like I'm at like a Airbnb or staying with a friend type thing. Um. And I think that's that might be normal. Right. Um. So that's been going on. Work has been insane. I got um a little bit of a raise at work. Not really. Too little, um, because a <laughs> nigga's been shitting on these records, okay? Um, if you can think of the year 2003 when LeBron James was rookie of the year, oh my god, nigga, I am him. Oh my god, numbers are insane. People that have been there for years are not sniffing my jock, it is oh insane. Oh my god, okay, I'm gonna talk, talk my shit <laughs> real quick. Um, I'm very humble, but um, I'm also that nigga right now, I am Period. him. I love that. Um, So, yeah, so got a raise at work. That's going to be nice. Um, And, yeah, man, just been I've been feeling real good about everything. Like we've had to buy, you know, some things for our new place, things like that. And I'm kind of just like charge it. Here you go. Oh, don't worry about it. You know, so that's always good. Um, But like I said, I'm very humble and I'm very grateful for the things I do have and the opportunities I'm being given at work. Jesus. Um, But, yeah, man, I missed you. Yeah. I feel like it's been a long time. Um, It's weird. We don't have the same landlord anymore. Yeah, we (laughs) do. For those of you who don't know, Dakri and I had the same landlord for about a year and a half. How I got this
1: apartment, actually.
0: And um, now we don't. So we don't have that same um, connection of being like, this nigga is not shit. Right. (laughs) Um, Now my struggles are just my struggles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I honestly, I meant to text you because I was like, I called him and I'm like, hey, like we cleaned everything up and everything. So about that security deposit, he's like, oh, I'll send it to you in the mail. And I'm like, hmm, so is this nigga going to send it to me like after this phone call? Or is he going to send it to me in like two weeks? He'll take a while. That's what I thought. I'm going to tell you right now, he'll take a while. He takes a
1: while for fucking anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> now, I will say... Maintenance is fast as fuck. Over oh, yeah. Here. I'll email those niggas at 8 a.m. and by 12 p.m., my shit is fixed.
0: Yes. 100%. They're in and out.
1: So I do appreciate that, but I don't know how much he has to do with maintenance. Yeah. I don't so, think that much. Not going to give him a whole lot of credit there. Um, okay. Let's go ahead and get into the topics. Um, this should be a pretty fun week. Oh, starting with our <laughs> hot top me off segment. Um,. <laughs> The world continues to fall, fall apart around us. Um, we, I'm going to read a section of this. So the White House has declared monkeypox um, a public health emergency. Um, health and Human Services Secretary Xavier uh, Becerra declared monkeypox a public health emergency during a call with reporters and officials Thursday. Um, as monkeypox continues to surge through the United States, uh quote, we're prepared to take our response to the next level in addressing the virus, and we urge every American to take the monkeypox, to take monkeypox seriously and to take responsibility to help tackle the virus, said Berceta. So, um, <laughs> if you haven't heard, <laughs> there's a new doll out in the streets. Her name is Monkey Pox. Um it is not like COVID in the respect that you can actually see when niggas have monkeypox now because it's yeah. a pox. So think chickenpox or think smallpox. Think lesions on your body, right? That's one of the main tells of of this particular um, virus is these these bumps, these like rashes, these lesions mm-hmm. and things like that that pop up um, any and everywhere on the body, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, right? Any the fuck where? Also, I read la- uh, a couple days ago inside the body or outside the body. So people are reporting growing getting lesions inside in their urethra. Oh no, in their assholes. Nope. Not cool business, right? No. So it is now officially a world health emergency because the World Health Organization declared it a public health emergency a couple days prior to, and now the now Biden has also declared it. Hey, it's a fucking problem, which means in not so many words, we now have two pandemics going on at the same time,
0: but niggas aren't dying from this, right? They're just catching it. Not yet. So, okay.
1: Um, I'm going to, I, I think it is important for me to read from the CDC website, how this is spreading because there is, um, an incredible amount of misinformation, um, coming out about the virus and how it's spreading. And I have some thoughts as to why the misinformation is, particularly because I'm a part of the group upon whom the misinformation is being spread. Like the misinformation is being spread about my subgroup of folk. Okay. So this is from the CDC website, girlies, cdc.gov. Now, is the CDC probably being paid off by some person or another? Sure, that, that that could totally be happening, right? but they are the most official people that we have for this for this shit and i'm not playing around with this shit like you niggas played around with covid so you know <laughs> straight from the horse's mouth on july 29th uh updated um monkeypox spreads in a few ways monkeypox can spread to anyone through close to anyone through close personal often skin to skin contact including direct contact with monkeypox rash scabs or bodily fluids from a person with monkeypox Touching objects, fabrics, clothing, bedding, or towels and surfaces that have been used by someone with monkeypox or contact with respiratory uh, secretions. Um, this direct contact can often often happen during intimate contact, including here's where we get to the, the misinformation piece. This part is a misinformation oral, anal and vaginal sex or touching the genitals, penis, testicles, labia and vagina or anus of a part of a person with monkeypox, hugging, massage and kissing, prolonged face-to-face contact, touch or touching f- uh, fabrics and objects during sex that were used by a person with monkeypox and that have not been disinfected such as bedding, towels, fetish gear and sex toys. And it also says a pregnant person can spread the virus to their fetus through the placenta. Hmm. So, I mentioned misinformation The reason why I'm mentioning misinformation is because uh, about a month and change ago, we first started kind of hearing about monkeypox starting to pop up in, in certain places. The narrative was as follows. You only, you're only spreading the virus if you are a gay man, a bisexual man, or any other kind of sexually identifying man who has sex with men or transgender women, right? So the narrative was... This is a gay people's disease, which is doing two things. Number one, it is classifying monkeypox as an, as an STD, which it is literally not. Right. Because if you can catch it from touching a towel that a nigga touched who had monkeypox, that's not sexual. Right. Right. So it, it makes it sound like this is an STI, which is a problem. It also makes it sound like you are fine as long as you're not a fag. Right. Right. And that's harsh language, but that was the yeah. narrative that was being spun, spun was that only gay people are being affected by this. Okay. Why do you think that was? <laughs> Ooh, I, why do you think they were telling people when this new virus came w- was popping off that you're only going to catch it through gay sex pretty much?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: I don't know for a fact but I have some ideas when the HIV crisis started in the 80s yeah right it was being marketed as very much a disease that is passed exclusively through gay people right right from gay person to gay person yeah pretty much and that there is no other way that you can catch it unless you're gay right particularly right. a gay man right which we know now it's not true but they were using that back then to be like well since it's just gay people we're not super pressed on finding any sort of medications or treatments for this thing so we can let the facts die it's fine right now let's tie it back into monkeypox actually let's let's stop briefly at miss coronavirus covid was a thing where it did briefly shut down the united states not very long and not very hard but we were shut down Niggas was working from home for a while, a long time, right? And we're still kind of. I, I wouldn't from even that. say
0: it's a. It was a brief shutdown. I mean, we was in the house from, what was that? April until, I guess certain parts of the country you could do July.
1: Yeah, I, I think I. I think I say short because I was in a different country when the when when gotcha. coronavirus started. Gotcha. And I they might still be on lockdown. Actually, I really don't know. Other
0: countries for sure are more precautious than we are. So
1: the. And, and obviously in the United States, particularly with the government, everybody was like, oh, we got to get it. We got to get everybody back to work. Everybody has to get back in the office. And so what started happening, suddenly the CDC is like, oh, well, you don't need to quarantine for 14 days. You only need to quarantine for nine days. Oh, now five days. Oh, now three. And nigga, I
0: had this shit and they literally mm-hmm. it was supposed to be 14 days. But they said, oh, since you have your vaccination, you just wear your mask at work. I was like, nigga, this shit. I have not been tested. I was tested one time and they're like, oh, you don't need another one. Yes, I do. Yes, the fuck I do. Especially when I was working with all people over the age of 55, 60 years old. Yeah, I do. Yep. So
1: with that in mind, we know that they have been trying to force people to go back to work because there's a worker shortage and whatever the black fuck else. Well, now with monkeypox being out, their first attempt was to be like, well, this is only affecting gay people. And so, if you're not gay, you can continue to do what? Go to work. Right. Right. All of this shit when monkeypox first popped out was a ploy. It was doing two things making sure gay people don't get treatments properly, and also making sure that people continue to go to work and do what? Spread the virus around. Right. Because if people, there haven't been any really, re- really real recommendations other than just continue to wear your fucking mask. Even though I'm finna start buying disinfectant gloves in a second. I'm finna start going to Yeah because it's it's different than COVID. COVID was an air is an airborne type of thing. You can touch a surface and if somebody had monkeypox and touched that surface, you could catch it.
0: I wonder how like the retail industry, especially with like clothes and things like that, how is that gonna change?
1: I have been thinking the same shit
0: cuz you like you try on a shirt and, and somebody just,
1: tried it on before you
0: right now you got monkeypox I'm thinking even like resell places like are Goodwill's going to shut down Savers things yeah. like that
1: like and and to be fair the the information I've been reading about the virus thus far has been like you know usually if you disinfect it you mm-hmm. should be all right but We've been to H&M before. We've been to The Gap or, you know, whatever the fuck else. Them niggas ain't doing that shit. (laughs) Sean John and motherfuckers is not, it's not like the people who work at these uh, clothing retailers can really be bothered to disinfect every piece of, which is really, I get it. Like I I really do understand it or whatever the fuck, but we're in a space now where this is much different than COVID where you can catch it in a little bit more of a nuanced way. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen pictures or videos of people who have reported that they had monkeypox. It's nasty. Yeah, I've seen. Boils. Yeah, I've seen
0: pictures. I think the one thing I'll I'll say about this is that I'm not as worried as I was with COVID. Okay. Because I've always been such a very, like, clean person. you are like disinfecting things. That's, that's not really a new thing for me. I think COVID made it more of a normal thing for the country and for the world. Sure. Um, but I've always kind of been like that. Mm -hmm. And even now I'm just like, okay, there's this thing where you can get it from clothes or from just touching something. I'm like kissing. Right. So I'm like, Hey, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I think it's, crazy that it's an actual thing i saw an article that was like people can't you can't pet someone's dog now because
1: it it, it transfers to animals and they can transfer to you yeah and i'm gosh. like
0: holy shit like i literally go to a big ass dog park yeah so like it could and that that's the thing there's not a certain area well i know new york is like insane
1: sure because they're high it's a high density area but
0: i also saw that it was only it's only affected six thousand six hundred people so far right which is a very small amount i don't even know a percentage what that would be right but it's like it's like okay but this is also to bring back your points this is kind of how covid started it was this is how covid spread it was a small amount because the narrative was well only a couple people are getting
1: it and so if you are not one of those couple people it's like well it's fine now i do want to google because you asked a question a little bit ago what is the mortality rate here yeah um historically the west african what girl non-endemic countries record first monkeypox death that was three days ago uh with uh historically the west african clade of the monkeypox virus carries with it a low case fatality rate of one percent so one percent does not sound very high um, I believe though that the COVID-19 mortality rate was really not even that far off. Like, we think 1% mortality rate and we think well that's not that many people. Someone still died. People are still, I mean, people still presently dying from the shit and the mortality rate for COVID is come on, let me find it. Cause I know it's a it's a daily sort of a thing. I know that people are not necessarily reporting it all the time. Percentage of COVID 19 deaths, by, oh girl, just tell me how many people <laughs> how many people does it kill if it infects them? Why right. are we playing this fucking game? Um suffice it to say, I know because I was reading a lot about it when it first came out that the mortality rate was not that high for COVID, but it was still killing a lot of fucking people. So, like, even if it is, you know, even if it is 1%, you could be, certainly be part of that 1%. And also, like, as with COVID, you know, we have this long COVID issue where it's like, well, people who get COVID end up reporting these issues that seem to be unrelated, like, a year after the fact. Mm -hmm. We don't know shit about this virus right now. Right. We know that it is in the same family as uh, smallpox. And so it can be... You know, mitigated with the smallpox vaccine, but I'll do you one better. I don't know if you've seen the rec- the the requirements for going to get the monkeypox vaccine. You literally have to be gay, male, bisexual, male, and you had to have had several sexual partners in the last year and change
0: to get the vaccine.
1: Yes. So they're still saying, "Well, you we're not giving you the vaccine unless you're a gay hoe." Right, And I'm not using ho in a derogatory. They're literally like, "If you aren't a gay person sleeping with other gay people oh. in mass, we're not giving you this fucking vaccine."
0: See, I hadn't heard that. Yeah,
1: because they're still running with this narrative
0: of of that it's like a gay, it's a gay STI,
1: yeah, and it's straight up, not. And for me, as a gay man, I'm like, are we really doing this again?
0: Yeah, that's fucked up. I didn't know. I didn't know that.
1: No, it goes deep. It goes deep because it 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 shows you who they feel like is least important. And because they're, so they're like, well, just gay people are getting it, so we'll only give the vaccine to them. But you don't need to get it. You don't need to get the vaccine if you're not gay. Right. Which basically is saying it's not affecting you if you're not. Which is bullshit because it's a skin to skin thing. Right. Me and you are homeboys. Like I'm gay. You're not gay, but if you have monkeypox and we high five,
0: right.
1: <laughs> nigga, I have monkeypox now. Right. We didn't need to have sex to do that. It's it's yeah. it's asinine. So That's
0: wild.
1: I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna ask you a question, and then we can get off of this. So I I do just want to say I I want you niggas, the general populace of the United States and the world <laughs> at large, um, to be very careful about how you're moving around outside because. Like Jack said a little bit ago, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's not spreading a whole lot and it doesn't sound like the mortality rate's that high right now. That is exactly what niggas said about COVID at first. Yeah. I guarantee you, the second motherfuckers start dying in mass in the United States, we will be, it, it'll be a, a completely different conversation, particularly right. if the people who are getting infected aren't actually gay, because then it'll be like, oh, <laughs> I guess this wasn't a gay disease in the first goddamn place. Um, Now I'm going to ask you. So that we can kind of talk about this. What do you, having kind of heard these facts now, what do you want to see the government do in terms of like a response to monkeypox?
0: Well, first, I would make a vaccine available to anyone, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, I think we need to be, the problem with our country is that there are so many news outlets and there are also so many that are, just bullshit
1: Absolute bullshit
0: We need more concrete evidence And reporting on this um, Because I've heard You know four things about it You've heard all this stuff about it Yeah So it's like what What can we take from where All this type of stuff And how can we piece it together to make an actual Exactly like, Narrative um, Yeah I think that would be the biggest thing Is just seeing our government I guess since they have to be the ones to do it Um, Take accountability And just make sure Everybody's as safe Safe as possible Yeah And I mean People too Like I'm not trying to See motherfuckers Being like my body you know I, oh girl. i don't have to get the monkey pox vaccine like motherfucker like if it's required just fucking do it
1: yeah and it's no shade roby wade already got overturned so that whole my body my choice shit is kind of out of the window now right? <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer your body your choice girl yeah, your body um, government's
0: choice that would be the one thing like covid was still very much and that what's what pissed me off is like get a shot you get a shot a yearly shot all the time anyway just do it. That would be my thing. Like, just just make the people do it. Because I'm not trying to be out there with the bumpkins and the motherfuckers. That are like, I'm not trying to put something foreign in my body. But you literally do cocaine. like, I'm Or not. you
1: niggers <laughs> who, you know, we're Damn. like, the white man's vaccine. <laughs> I'm not getting the white man. Shut up, Omar.
0: I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg your pardon.
1: Everybody, please be safe. Yes, I I really would like to see the government not fuck around like they did with with COVID. So, I would like to see put a mandate here, make the yeah. vaccine more widely available. I don't
0: I don't want to shut down again. I don't want that because I work from home now. So this shit is not going to be fun for me at all. No, I will still be then working. You, yeah,
1: you can't go anywhere. Um.
0: But like I just I don't want to not be able to go like to the movies no more or not be able to go shopping if I want to. Like I want to be able to still do stuff and like if if it has to be like, hey, you have to get this vaccine to do it, I'm gonna do it.
1: I think first off, I I don't disagree with that. I I think though it could get to a point where we get locked back up. Now, in terms of the lockdown, as someone who I've always been very vocal About this I was in Panama When when, when COVID got started And while it was Kind of trash I really appreciated How their government Responded to it uh-huh. The day COVID became A major issue uh, President Cortizo Got on the TV at five, On the 5 o'clock news And was like You niggas May not leave Your homes Period And if we catch Your Mexican Your Pan- Panamanian ass Outside You go to jail Yeah And they were being Dead fucking ass Yeah and they had curfews and different things, and, and it, it felt very structured. Now, it did kind of feel like we couldn't go nowhere, right. but also no shade. They had a better protocol than we did up here. And so I, I kind of want to see the government be a little bit more like, hey, dog, we need you to really stay in the house. Now, what that means is stimulus checks. you know that that means you know the trillion the three the 3.5 trillion dollars you niggas spend on the military budget to go bomb somebody's brown country somewhere maybe you gut some of that yeah and give the girls a good monthly stimulus check you know and yeah some people are going to use it to buy Cadillacs yeah (laughs) some people are going to use it to get spinning rims Hey, that was that weekly
0: money, man. All of that,
1: I get it. I, I understand. But if you are going to put us in a lockdown situation, at least put us in a situation where we can still feel like we are living. Yes. Yes, it's going to fuck things up more if we're all locked. I get it. I, I really do understand it's going to disrupt the flow of, like, the American job system. I, I get it. Um, get over yourselves. <laughs> because no shade... I would like to be in a situation where we don't have to wear masks going out to the movie theater mm-hmm. where I don't have to worry about rubbing an elbow with somebody who might you know yeah I want to be able to have a normal if we can even have that anymore that doesn't require this all of these restrictions that only happen when you niggas don't follow instructions yeah We got to this fucking point in the with COVID that we did because well I'm not wearing no fucking mask I'm not. I'm, I'm just gonna wait until the vaccine comes, and then the vaccine comes. I'm not. I'm not getting no fucking vaccine. Yeah. You don't know what's in there. Pick one.
0: Pick, and pick we, one. And we know who was doing all that Down. back and forth.
1: And I have a couple of family members like that, unfortunately. <laughs> so there's that. Be safe, girlies. From there, we're gonna move to our garnish, which I'm gonna let Jack kind of head this one.
0: All right. So <laughs> I'm sure all of y'all have heard about this, but I was on TikTok my god and i saw a video came across a video of a guy talking about how a place in mississippi that was a that is not was is a plantation is for those of y'all that don't know what a plantation is that is where they kept us okay plantation is where they had slaves (laughs) they had a big ass house called the big house and then they had little ass not even huts they literally were like not even a cabin it was a little like shed type shit yep
1: yep where they an have, house
0: pretty much uh, yeah 12 people in one room it was not good but now once again white people are making money off of uh black people's backs and history by renting out slave cabins
1: as airbnb as airbnb's,
0: as airbnbs. <laughs> Oh, you niggas are going to hell So I see a video of this And I'm like, oh This is This isn't even fucked up This is beyond fucked up No, it's evil (laughs) It's evil Because you have Think of the history of that place Mm -hmm. You've got fucking Brittany and Steven From Connecticut Who want to see what the South is like So what what does Steven think? We should stay in a slave cabin That'd be real cool It's an Airbnb Oh my gosh, the history in here. This is exactly what it was like when they were here. With your <laughs> with your electric sockets, your your clawfoot <laughs> tub, the two flat screens, the AC. No, niggas were in there with literally no nothing. It, they had nothing. <laughs> it was nothing. You cooked outside, you bathed outside. AC was not a thing whatsoever. Niggas were sweating on each other, getting sick. Mm-hmm. You could, It did not matter. So, for oh. an extra fee, they paid extra. These niggas paid extra to stay in the slave cabin, but you could also, the big house, you could stay <laughs> there. the, the, the insane. Fa- yes, it's all insane. It's like, what the fuck? So, it, I've seen a lot of things, people being like, oh, but the history is so rich that you get to live how they did what so first off nigga i'm black and i don't want to live how they live hello why do white white people always have this fascination of i want to live like the locals they want to be oppressed really bad but don't you want to be you want to be a nigga (laughs) until it's time to be a nigga that's right you know what i'm saying yeah so i saw first my first problem was one That someone was allowed to go on Airbnb and say, "I got a slave cabin." Let me list this shit, and Airbnb said, "Alright, dog, cool." Right. But then I see that Airbnb. This is probably you know two three days later. The place was listed as a luxury cabin. You're joking. Airbnb issued an apology saying, "We don't, you know, all the the thing, the regular bullshit. It wasn't, it wasn't an, it wasn't a, you know, a text note." It wasn't an iOS press release. Right. On, onto the Instagram. But it was at the same time them being like, we we don't condone this. And this listing has been removed. Rightfully so. Okay, y'all do what you had to do. <laughs> it should have never been up that, there. Exactly. That's not my problem. My problem is that this shit was allowed to happen. The right. person that... Then I saw a thing. The person that um, owns the land now didn't own it before they like just came into it and were like oh so you guys would rent these stuff out I'll rent it out too like that's cool not knowing that I guess they'd never been to the proper I don't know what the, I don't know how white people think you know what a plantation looks like though they all look the same if if I buy something I'm not just gonna be like oh that's okay that sounds like a good idea buy it land nigga you're not gonna go see the land you're gonna buy come on I don't have so, that kind of
1: money to just not investigate my investments like that.
0: I check my goddamn Big Mac before I pull it off.
1: <laughs> like what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So that's that's the thing. Woo! What I guess, yeah, that my thoughts are just Airbnb one, what the fuck? Because first off, it's already more expensive to stay in an Airbnb than it is a hotel. But now you're telling me that I'm gonna pay more money. To live like my ancestors, but not really, because I can got I got air conditioning. I can charge my phone. I can probably Uber Eats KFC to the the slave quarters, nigga. This this brings a whole nother because I don't know how you feel about this. Insane. I personally, I don't like the whole plantation tour stuff that they do in the south. No, it's gross. I don't like that. I hate seeing because it's always white people. I agree. This is such great. You can really feel it. You can feel the screams. You can feel the murder. You the can spirits, feel the, like- the rape that happened. All Come these, on! What are you
1: talking what about? particularly can you feel and why do
0: you want to feel it? I saw, because I was able to, TikTok is a rabbit hole and through this I saw people, black people, going to like where their ancestors like plantations and walking around and literally like you're just walking. You start crying. Sure. And you have no idea why you're crying because all you know is that my family came from here. Possibly, it's not even a for sure thing. Right. But you're just walking around, and it, that's the thing. It gets you. I'm not a type of person that cries, but I watched a couple of those videos. Of people just walking around and literally being like, "Oh, they've changed this, and all. they've changed everything." Sure. And I'm like, "Damn, bro!" Like I'm really tearing up watching this shit because like they have, you know, monuments and statues of. These are the people that didn't make it off the plantation it's like holy shit like why are y'all first off why are y'all making these yeah um,
1: what is like let
0: these people just sleep bro like
1: yeah what what is what is the 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 point of of y'all not letting these poor black people like just rest like just let them
0: they went through enough dog and my thing i would and i'll be honest with you if it was a black person that owned this plantation that was like, you know what? I think I'll rent this out and or
1: upcharge something. white people.
0: Then that's one thing. The fact that it's a white company that is owning this place, mm-hmm. you're still making money off of black people, and that's what we had a whole war about. You can't oh, enslave a slavery. person, yeah. and make them do shit. And yeah, I. What are your thoughts? So I would for, you stay in the cabin? Hell no! Fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no! I have no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Here's Okay, so like you niggas want an immersive experience, right? Like you wanna feel the history and shit. Go to Compton for an hour. No, let's do you one better. Stay at the Airbnb. Let's beef up the Airbnb. I'll get hired to be an overseer. <laughs> They're gonna give me a real whip, <laughs> a real straw hat, and some real fucking overalls. And a real big horse. Gun. And a gun. And you know what? I'm going to just pick random times throughout the day. Yeah. You you won't know, but I will. And I'm going to kick in the door, and I'm going to beat you and your family relentlessly.
0: In front of the kids, in front of your family. I'm going to kick in the door at 4 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon. Oh, yes. While you're working, I'm going to mentally, physically degrade you.
1: I'm going to order... A large McDonald's platter to the big house, right? Me and my niggas are gonna eat at the big house, and then I'm gonna make sure that only the sesame seeds are left by left back. Yeah. And that's what you and your punk ass family get to eat in the slave quarters. You niggas are vile. <laughs> like yeah. this shit is is so beyond just some like play play. All oh, this is fucked up things. You niggas are so beyond evil to be a prop being the niggas who
0: are profiting off of yes. literal slave like how are you still doing this these these all these plantations i don't i don't know for sure but when it's the white people that are owning it it's not even the white family that it was originally to. it's been right so passed on and all this bullshit but we need to stop it there. It needs to be that we need to find, because you can find people through any other motherfucking thing you need. Right. There's a way to find the ancestors of the black people that were on this plantation. And y'all divvy that shit up through the families. However you can, you know, trace that back. That's how you do it. I get now. I look at it twofold because I get that that is a part of our history. That sure. Slavery is, is as American as fucking apple pie. Yep. And a Big Mac, like dead ass. Yeah. And I get that you want to know your history, you know, but I think making such a huge profit, because in the South, this is a huge thing. It's not just this one place, this one place got put on blast, but you literally right now can go to Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi for right, sure. Right. And walk to a plantation, walk in there, open the door, see a nice little white lady at the fucking thing that That's would right. say, we have tours at this time, this time, this time and this time. All of your tour guides are white people. Yep. Showing you of about this plantation. Motherfucker's get married at plantation. Yeah. Uh uh
1: which white uh, famous white couple was that? like ryan reynolds and some like somebody no not him some celebrity white couple that you definitely know damn got married on a fucking plantation i don't know it was necessarily ryan reynolds that might be (laughs) alleged um but i just it it is amazing to me that slavery a didn't even happen that fucking long ago like it didn't end that long ago no um b back on my black panther shit Slavery still, it ain't even really illegal. Like, because niggas still have prisons. Like, yeah. that's still a thing. You still, it, it is literally in the 13th Amendment, if you get arrested for a crime, slave they can still put you in slavery, which is why you have the convict prison leases, which is a different... But I find it amazing that you niggas can, can take stock of the centuries yes. of violence that was enacted upon... One subgroup of people and say, well, instead of helping them trace back their lineage and helping them get some of the land back that they were, that their families were forced to work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why don't I, as a Kellyanne or as a Seth, yeah, buy this place and rent it out to other Kellyanne's, Sarah's and Mark's? Yeah. Why don't I just do that?
0: Yeah. I don't. I have no. I think it would be very cool. I guess I, and it's not even so. I would not book myself. I could see like I'm my not going. parents. You know, we were going on a family trip, and they're like, "Oh, let's go see that." Maybe. Yeah. I've never had the urge to go to a plantation. I've, I've never, never
1: had, gotten out of bed and been been like because my partner and I are uh, talking about um, visiting New Orleans in the next either one to two years. Oh, damn! And um. I said, we can do any and everything down there. you know, I'd love a, I'd like to go do a, a swamp bayou trip. yeah, I want to try alligator and I want to try frog legs fire and I want to go see the old voodoo woman and get, you know yes. these different things. I said we will not be going to tour a plantation no so that I can go and see where my where people who look like me got fucking whooped. For just simply looking like me. Like I'm not going for that shit. Yeah. And I find it, I just find it vile that with all of this, you know, hashtag Black Lives Matter shit going on, all you niggas being like, we, we need to stand up against racism and blah blah. But here it is. You niggas are making Airbnbs out of my ancestors like beating quarters? Literally. Are you f fu- Go to hell? Everybody involved, whether you are white, black, purple, or polka dot, if you are involved in this fuck shit with this Airbnb, shame on you. Yeah. You should feel real bad, and I'm gonna say this. I don't... I'm not a super religious person. I do believe there are there are spiritual energies out there, particularly when traumatic death is involved. I hope you niggas don't have no restful spirit, no no restful sleeps mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Like, I hope that a spirit gloms onto y'all's shoulder and follows you around for the rest of your fucking life. Because you could have simply gone to a hotel in Georgia. Literally. It it, it wouldn't have even been that fucking hard. Savannah, no. Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Even fucking Decatur. Like, it didn't have to give slave quarters. Yeah. And fuck y'all for doing that
0: shit. Now, I will say, and I, I don't know if I said this already, but if it was a... Well, I'll ask you. If it was a black family mm-hmm. that traced their lineage back to this place... Now they own it. Mm -hmm. You would you stay there then? So the
1: ownership piece, if if as far as like if it's a black family owning this shit, I don't have any issue with it. Particularly if it is the black family that is descendant from the you know the family that. And there are multiple
0: families on plantations. We know that, but I'm saying they trace it back to that plantation,
1: right? I'm totally fine with you niggas being like. No, fuck that. This is our shit now. We're going to make this our place. We're going to cleanse the space. No more... You know, I I resonate with that. And I could see myself doing that. Now, I do think black people, if you end up finding the slave plantation house, you should be allowed to get that shit for $5. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, it should be just completely free yes. to, for, for the black people from whom that house is descended. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still take issue with the renting thing Mm -hmm. because then i'm like okay so is it okay for black people to make money off of black people's death right because then i'm like okay so where are we drawing the line like i thought it was i thought it was bad to 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 make money off of you know black death and slavery and stuff like that but it's like oh is it only okay is it okay if a black person i'm like i don't know that i don't know that i would ever feel comfortable staying there Or anything like that Now if it was a black family owning it We likely wouldn't even be having this conversation Because I'd be like hey hey, you know let have (laughs) Because I I figure They can do whatever they want to With -hmm. their home I wouldn't do that shit Yeah no I could see myself moving down to Georgia Moving into the slave plantation Like you know maybe completely Deconstructing it and rebuilding it So that it didn't quite give plantation Yeah I don't know that I could see Myself Taking this space that people who looked Like me and my mama and my dad Got beat at and then be like Well can you give me you know $125 a night Only way that'd be fine is if You were up charging White people
0: yeah
1: and making their Experience as garbage As it possibly like If they're mo- if you niggas are going into Slave quarters like trying to stay there and shit I'm taking out the outlet I'm not putting in the fucking Outlets I'm yeah, not putting if, in the if, fucking if centralized You want to
0: see what it's like Go see what it's like. Like, Yeah,
1: you can't come here with no bags. Yeah, you can't come here with no suitcases, no luggage, nothing.
0: They all can arrive at the same time, but we're gonna split y'all up.
1: You want to go to to the bathroom? Go outside. Yeah, that type of thing. You can't. And I'm gonna stay in the big house, and you can't come in here. Mm -hmm. And if you come in here, I'm beating you. Yeah, you know that type of thing. So fuck off to everybody involved.
0: Airbnb got to step their game up, man. They this do. Is, this is a huge...
1: I already honestly stopped fucking with them. I was just about to say that. But
0: this is a huge loss. Because,
1: you know, with all the stuff they're already doing, you know, they're putting hidden cameras in yeah. niggas, like, vases and stuff like that. They,
0: I literally... Did I ever tell you a story about... I had... This is when we were still in school. mm mm-hmm. um, But I tried to get an Airbnb because it was me when me and my girl first started dating and she had some friends coming to town. But we were living in Edwardsville. So I was like, okay, gotcha. well, let's get an Airbnb in St. Louis. Found one in, like, you know, like dog town. It was a sure. real nice little place. The owner messaged me and goes, hi, just wanted to know, I noticed that you're from, like, Illinois. Like, why are you wanting to rent an Airbnb? Which I thought was weird. It's a weird question. That she questioned me. But I was like, okay. Um, and I, you know, get into it and tell her. I'm like, oh, my friend's coming in town, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, well... You don't Normally, I don't rent people that don't have at least, you know, 10 reviews on them Shut and all up. this shit. And I was like, okay. She's like, I'll take a chance on you and all that stuff. And I'm like basically making me feel like I should be grateful. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And I remember sitting what? there like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is weird for an Airbnb. And me and my girl, she's like, yeah, that is kind of weird. So she tried to do it. And the lady was just, like, um, still the same type of shit, but not as, like, questioning. Mm. Like, she didn't even say, like, no part. Like, she told me, she's like, yeah, there's absolutely no parties. Only people that can be there are the people that are supposed to be there. Like, how many people would you be having there? Like, how long are y'all going to be there? Like, what are you wanting to you- All these questions. Oh! But my girl did it, and it was just like, okay, Um, I noticed you're from Illinois. She did the same, like, you're from Illinois, but you live in St. Louis. Or you live in St. Louis. Why would you want to do it here? Like, again, it's like, right. oh. But like I was questioned heavily And I remember something like was broken And we didn't do it And um she reached out to me. this is like two weeks after I already like finished Mm -hmm, All the shit mm -hmm. I know something was broken I just wanted to reach out because you're the only person that's been there since And I was like Don't you live there as well Don't you
1: take inventory of the shit that's in your house Right
0: and she's like yeah I do live here And I was like okay well Me and my friends didn't break anything I know for a fact we didn't Right Um so I think that was either before we got there or, or you say you live there during the sometimes too. Maybe you could have done did it. that shit on yourself. Stupid. It was just insane to me that first off, that's allowed to happen. And yeah. now this yeah. and them just raising the prices. They're supposed to be cheaper than hotels. And I'm like,
1: we did an Airbnb when we did, when we went to San Francisco yeah, and, um, you know, it's California legal weed type thing. They had a backyard out there. Uh-huh. So, I, of course, I was smoking a joint out there. Me and my boyfriend were smoking out there. And he don't even smoke like that. Do you know that she texted me the next morning and was like, hey, I just want to remind you this is a non-smoking property. Are you joking?
0: They had cameras on you She y'all? was
1: checking the cameras. I knew there was a camera in the backyard, but I figured, well, we're, in, we're, we're outside. We're not around anything flammable.
0: My thing is why do you have that much time (laughs) go get a day job nigga like if you're renting a place out you should just rent it out but be aware that shit happens yep that's the risk you take when you're renting your place out yep you're in california too dog i'm like
1: look y'all invented legal weed literally i'm smoking out here
0: that's weird yeah no it was fucked yeah
1: it was fucked so Airbnb is already kind of on its last leg no shade like they need to kind of be out the way and now you niggas are selling slave quarters so right we'll have to see what it gives from there Um, now we get to my favorite topic i have been
0: uh, <laughs> y'all should, this nigga is smiling
1: i am so excited to talk about this so uh this is our broken bottle broken record um i'm
0: sure you can guess
1: what the fuck we're about to talk about if you've been paying attention to our fucking instagram account um <laughs> so you know Beyonce's back i j- i don't even know how to how to how to preface this we already kind of <laughs> spoke about how she announced and how Drake's faggoty ass, you know, had had put out um, Honestly Forget About It I Remember what the fuck ass project was Nigga, called Nigga, you
0: know what it's called I don't know what it's called Don't get on your high horse <laughs> I now I have no idea But um, He said sometimes in the summer Maybe I think about it I don't know It's um, some type of Sometimes don't think about it <laughs>
1: um, You know what? Forget about it That's what that album was called <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what the fuck I did As soon as this shit came out So uh, July 29th of this year uh Beyonce Giselle knows Carter uh released her seventh studio album, Act One Renaissance. And um I had a feeling of what what the vibe might be because I read a little uh like interview she did right before uh Break My Soul came out, which was the the lead single. And um I was like, okay, so it's gonna be house inspired, like She's going to really be giving the girls like paying homage to, you know, this, this, this type of music or whatever. I was like, okay, prepare for it. Um, it leaked. <laughs> the album leaked.
0: And you had that leak.
1: Um, I have friends. They know how to get leaks. <laughs> Leave it at that. So I had heard the album in its entirety um, before it released. And um, I was already gagged. Like, I was already really gagged, but I was listening to it on Google Drive, like, without any, like, smooth transitions, without without looking at the artwork, whatever, not even really seeing who was featured on the shit. So I was just like, okay, like, this is amazing, Mm -hmm. but it was so much for me to take in on day one where I was just like, okay, not listening to this again until the album actually comes out on Apple Music to where I can see the track list and, you know, hear the transitions and things like that. When I tell you... Since it has released this past Friday, I have only, I haven't listened practically to any the fuck thing else. (laughs) I wake up, Beyonce. Go to sleep, Beyonce. Go out, Beyonce. Smoke, Beyonce. Poe up, Beyonce. Faded, Beyonce. Faded, Beyonce. (laughs) Um, And so I'm... I am I'm new hive like I'm new beehive. I, I really wasn't a big Beyonce person until 2013 when the when the the drunken love album came out with uh, the self titled joint. Um, this album for me actually, you know what? Let me shut up because <laughs> I said that we would do this in a different order. I'm not gonna tell you yet what I thought about the album. We have to start with Jack because. He probably has had a different opinion of the album First off Second off I don't think he's going to spend as much time on his oh, no. So I want to give him the time and space Now you also haven't been listening to it for as long as I have been No You didn't I, listen to it until
0: I, I tried to listen to it during the move And I ended up just only hearing Break My Soul Right And then I listened to it last night Because I was like oh shit we're recording tomorrow I still ain't listening to this album mm-hmm. Listen to it last night So way I listen to future albums whenever we have yeah. to review them <laughs> Right. Just right before. So so look, let me give a timeline. This is Friday mm-hmm. at 12.50 a.m. I get a text <laughs> from Daiquiri. And this is a very, like, there was not a can you please or no, very no manners. It, <laughs> it was, was a command. It was, I need you to listen to this for the podcast. And it has a period at the end of the same day. I need you to listen to this. I said... <laughs> Oh, and and I first off, I woke up to that. <laughs> Daquiri ain't never up at that time, ever, ever. So I was like, okay, I listen to it. Then I'm looking <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> at eleven fifty six a.m. So when you listen to this album, <laughs> keep in mind there's a song on there that was originally a Drake song. He gave that to her, which I respond probably the best song on the album. Daiquiri said, yeah, it's fire for sure. <laughs> so I listened to said album, Renaissance, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so the first song is called I'm That Girl. Let me do a disclaimer. Uh, the views expressed by
1: Jack, uh, Jackson <laughs> Baudelaire are not necessarily the views expressed by the Jack and Daiquiri show. <laughs> Continue.
0: No, no so I'm, I'm honestly, Beyonce is one of those people that, I can listen to, especially, like, female artists. I love Beyonce. Yeah, you like Beyonce. Beyonce was, honestly, the first woman I think I ever loved besides my mother. (laughs) That's so Um, funny. I remember being, like, five years old and in kindergarten and knowing that Destiny's Child did something different for me than anything else. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. I didn't know the feeling was just that a nigga was trying to be like, damn, I like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, So I'm that girl. I gave that. I said I love the beat. And I like <laughs> I like the way the beat changed sure, in the song, sure. okay? I won't give like ratings like that cuz I was like, okay. Then there's Cozy. Mm-hmm. Beyoncé was talking her shit on that. I don't really remember what she said, but I remember sitting there being like, she talking her shit. These are very um jack notes by the way. <laughs> um, they're they're very quick. Yeah. Um and then after a while I got tired of writing shit, so Alien Superstar, just put 7 out of 10.
1: <laughs> then you started actually just raining. the Yeah, along. Cuff
0: It, I gave that an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And then there's a song called Energy. Uh-huh. I, I literally said dance song, 7 out of 10. Great. Break My Soul, that's a song in the summer. I love that shit. Yeah, Break My Soul is sick. I'll be walking around the house just, you can't break my soul. <laughs> that's right. You know, just like, and like dragging it out like soul. <laughs> like singing that shit, right? I love that song. <laughs> Woo. And then Church Girl... I liked the drill beat on that. That was dope. It's fun. And I was like, damn, she really. Because look, a nigga went to church for a long time. And you church girls. Get loose and wild. A nigga. I know about y'all, okay? Thoroughly. I gave that one a 9 out of 10. Great. And then plastic off the sofa. I literally just put, not my favorite. (laughs) Really? Didn't give a rating. I think I probably have to listen to it more. Fair enough. Virgo's groove okay so this is a question For you Daiquiri. Mm-hmm. does this have Anything to She's do with a Virgo. signs okay so it, it's, a Virgo. Okay
1: I don't I, know if I don't Know if the way the song now I am just on The outside ring of the astrology community Because I
0: don't know nothing about that shit Like my cousin she'll be like oh That's because you're an Aquarius and I'll be Like wait what like I, know I don't a know lot,
1: I know a lot but I don't know enough Okay I, I have friends who like Study the shit yeah like I don't need, I haven't tried to get your chart yet. Like, so I don't, I don't know <laughs> right? any of what you have going on. Okay. But I know enough about Capricorns, Aries, Geminis. Like I, I know things and I know it's not, it's the sun, moon, Mercury, like I know the, those things. Right. I can't speak to whether or not this is
0: like, I'm not a Virgo.
1: So I okay. I, I don't know if this really resonated with the Virgo community. Yeah. Cause
0: that's what I put. I was like, okay, it has to be with signs. And I was like, it sounds like Daft Punk, get lucky. Down. Mm-hmm. It sounded like that to me And mm-hmm. I like that song sure. I like the beat So I gave that an 8 out of 10 Then there was Move Featuring Grace I literally Jones. said They're all starting to sound the same to me at this point OMG <laughs> I was like This is getting disrespectful Then I said Heated Which was the Drake song Yeah I said I heard this was supposed to be a Drake song Sounds about right <laughs> I was Bro I'm not even gonna lie to you Daiquiri told me on the phone He said you will not get this you will not like this. And then I told
1: you again in person that you're
0: not gonna get it. Yeah, in person as well. But he like one me list to us. So I was like, okay. Then there's um, thick, thick spelled the different way. Asking getting bigger. bigger. That's literally what I wrote. I was like, damn. And like I see Beyonce now, and I still like I remember that five year old kid being like, she's pretty. But now I'm like, God, Jay Z gets to go home to that every no, night. She's fine as fuck. And the the whole gag is she finds him attractive too. <laughs> Hey, Jay-Z, Jay-Z might be the best to ever do it, but that's a different topic for a different day. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the next All one? up in your mind. Good Beat. America has a problem. I, at this point, I had fully checked out. I said, I'm listening <laughs> to this strictly to get for it. daiquiri's sake. Great. Pure pure Honey. I know that's like a slash, yeah, right? Yeah, Pure Slash Honey. I remember listening to it. It
1: was cool. That's one that you're not going to get.
0: Yeah, and then Summer Renaissance. I, I Bro, I literally stopped writing notes. And I write notes for me so I can, like, go, but also so, like, you can see where I'm coming from. Sure. Overall, Beyonce sounded amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how old Beyonce is, but I feel like she's, like, 32. 40, actually. Okay. Well, she's still bad as hell. No, she is. She's extremely talented. Um, No one's touching her shit. I think that's basically what this album was. It was, like, she's like, yep, I can take however many years off and still shit on you girls. Um...
1: And there's nothing you can say you, or do nothing. about it.
0: Yeah, it was, and I will. I would admit you're gonna love this. This might make you a whole week. This is better than Drake's album.
1: Down. Period. I, I wasn't will. even kind of worried about <laughs> you saying that because you
0: fucking hated the Drake album. Yeah. This. And you fucking hated that Drake album. This, yeah, the Drake album. Well, no, and I've, I liked it. I've listened to it more. Oh, and, and there are songs on there that I do fuck good. with. This one. The Drake one I can't play all the way through and not skip. This one I could listen to it all the way through and be like, "Oh, this is a good beat. Oh, she's mm. talking her shit here. Oh, I like Beyoncé all the way through." Yes. Will I play it more than once? Probably not. Yeah. Has your but girlfriend listened
1: to the album at all?
0: Not yet. Okay. But she's she's one of those people that she she listens to music but like very like like she'll listen to an album spread out. So like she'll start it on Monday, Listen to two songs And then Finish like Tuesday night She'll listen You know Type yeah. shit like that um, But yeah I know this one's Definitely for the For the women out there That love Beyonce It's for the girls And the gays And yeah I You um, know I don't I can't make that Yeah sure <laughs> this, is, this is for the gay community No this, um,
1: It um. So Like I said I am um, I was not a huge, huge Beyonce fan. I've always enjoyed her music. Always, always. Because I've always been like, it's fucking Beyonce. You can't talk shit about yeah.
0: it. Me, myself, and I as my favorite, like, I will sing that with my chest. Down. Yeah.
1: There was never a time where I disliked her. It wasn't until 2013's, uh, her uh, self-titled joint that she, like, surprise released. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, I need to really start paying attention to her. And then, you know, as time progressed, I've been like, oh, shit. Like, she really is... That girl, like she really Pays attention to what the fuck she's doing She's really doing shit at a really high caliber Yeah Now, there was a period of time where I was like Oh god, I wish she would stop doing this shit Because <laughs> Post-Lemonade, like you had Lemonade And then you had the Lion King album
0: <clears throat> Wait, what's Lemonade? What's off that one?
1: Lemonade is uh, Is that like the
0: Formation? It's Formation, okay. it's
1: a Formation album Gotcha. But then after uh, Lemonade came out, then you had that Lion King album And then every song was just like a civil rights song about how we want to wade in the water, like over like an eight hundred eight beat. <laughs> and um, that got really tired for me really quickly. And I really, my my main hope, my main objective for this album was Beyonce to stop supporting black people.
0: Oh <laughs> in my her God, music. Stop. stop.
1: And, and that's, uh, that's said in a very crass way. What I mean <laughs> to say is like, I didn't want any more freedom songs. I didn't want a song about how we
0: drinking from the same order found now, girls. And see, no, I, I'm now, this is a different, but that Brown Skin Girls song. No. And that's great. No. I love, well, I love that for my, cause I'm dark-skinned. You have a brown-skinned girl! My little girl's dark skin. Like, I want her to know that she's pretty I will and cry beautiful. if you put brown skin girl on. Yeah, so when that came I was like, oh, this is nice. And she even said, she'll be like, I am a black queen. I'm like, you are a and black she queen, is, girl. Period. You know, so it's nice for, like, that side. But I get where you're coming from, where it's just like... I didn't grow up listening to Beyoncé
1: make those kinds of records. Right. So after Lemonade, I was like, okay, cool. I also support Black Lives. Like, I'm I'm cool on that. I don't need you to sing about it no my <laughs> I just wanted her to make a fun record that was not tied to civil rights and god damn did she deliver on this fucking... yeah! I cut on and I'll... because we do this on the show I'll just go through every song now I will preface this by saying like I I knew about the, the, the writing credits I knew who produced what I knew what samples were on this fucking record like I was doing homework on this mm-hmm. album before it came out so I was really listening to shit like Hear that? Okay, okay. Oh my god, this really crazy. listening. Right. So, um, on that girl starts. I cut this on very, very briefly when I was in the car dealership on very low volume, just next to my ear, and I had to cut it off t- ten seconds in because I was like, "This is already too much. This is already <laughs> too much going on." That sample, the song, the album starts with her sampling this record, in which the artist is saying, like, "These motherfuckers ain't stopping me," like. Fifteen goddamn thousand times. <laughs> these motherfuckers ain't. These motherfuckers did. These motherfuckers ain't stopping. And I yeah, was that like, shit was dope. "Bitch, talk <laughs> shit then." That shit was dope. And the whole first record, she's like, "It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm wealthier than all of you broads. It has nothing to do with the fact that I have all these supportive fans. I'm that girl, and nothing you can do or say is going to stop me from being that from now until the end of motherfucking time, right?" right? It was a gag, but the whole time I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, it was weird the first time I heard it because I was like, "What am I supposed to do with my body? Like, is this (laughs) my dancing or whatever the fuck?" It really wasn't my favorite until the next record, "Cozy," comes on. When the first line of the song is "This a reminder," and then this fucking crazy ass dance beat comes on, this shit, and she's talking about how comfortable she is in her fucking black skin. And it's got a sample, which is our first hint. It's got a sample from this uh, woman, T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison is a um, transgender. Uh, she's like a comedian. She's an internet personality. Mm. She's been around for some years now, right? Maddie is, is fucking hilarious. And she's really, really smart. So it's got a sample in the record, Cozy, in which T.S. Madison is saying, bitch, I'm black. I'm probably one of the black motherfuckers in this whole county. Black like that. So it's not just this 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 record of blackness, but it's mm-hmm. also hey, did you know black? Uh, did you know gay people and transgender people can also be black and also can be proud of being black ourselves? Mm-hmm. So I'm gagged the whole time. I'm like, this record is jumpy. Alien Superstar cuts on. I'm like, no, the fuck, <laughs> she didn't. Um, I believe Alien Superstar is um, at least in part produced by this woman uh, named Honey, who goes by Honey Dijon um black transgender um record producer so there's layers to this shit going on where now she has black gay and black trans people producing records that are in the genre that was made for black gay and black trans people during black super uh black superstar alien superstar she goes category bad bitch and i said no (laughs) no fucking way Shaking my ass the whole time. <laughs> There's an interpolation. You've heard this song before. The I'm too sexy for my shirt. Mm-hmm. You've heard that fucking song. Yeah. In Alien Superstar, she says, I'm too classy for this life. I said, <laughs> well, talk shit then, bitch. <laughs> um, it then goes to Cuff It, which if you like Lizzo's music, which I don't. Um, <sighs> she found a way. I just, I just, And I love Lizzo down
0: i fucking
1: i love lizzo as a person as a as a human being she can keep her music i'm not whatever she was able to do that like lizzo silk sonic dua lipa-esque pop music way better than all those girls cuff it was that fucking jam energy comes on which there's some controversy which we won't talk about because you don't know about it and it's not worth getting into okay but the record has, it had a uh, sample from a Khalees song on it from, it from Milkshake. Oh, okay. Which got removed today. Um, <laughs> um, Energy was the first song where I was like, oh, this is like a Blackest, this is like a Lion King throwaway. Like this is like a Blackest King, like B-side. Cause it's got the, uh, it's got like the Afrobeats type thing to it. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is fine. Like I'm cool on it, whatever. Then it goes to Break My Soul, which is an, unden- an undeniable jam. So I'm not even going to spend time on that. I was nervous <laughs> about Church Girl because I thought, well, it could either go one of two ways. Either one, she's going to actually make a church record and mm-hmm. like it'll be really pretty, her like
0: singing. But and... it'll
1: be the only one that I skip because I don't. Yeah, I don't need to listen to Kirk Franklin. <laughs> Damn. Um, or <laughs> she could get really disrespectful because it has a, a Clark Sisters sample on it. Um, from a song called I Want to Be Centered, um, which is a great fucking record. So she flips the record some kind of way, and it's a twerk jam, and I thought, oh, the Christians are gonna be mad at this one, boy! (laughs) Woo! Because you know, Beyonce was one of the first artists where everybody was like, oh, she's a part of the Illuminati.
0: And if you play her
1: song backwards, it's a devil incantation. And I was (laughs) like, yes, give me early 2000s Illuminati vibes, yes. Shaking my ass the whole time. Then it comes to quite possibly my favorite song on the entire fucking album Plastic Off the Motherfucking Sofa. I will be playing this song at my wedding, Garen fucking Teed. When she opens, and this is, she's this is only one of the only, only songs on the album she's actually like really, really trying to sing, sing on. Uh-huh. The first line is, I love how you just can't help but be yourself around me. I said, oh. <laughs> She loves her nigga, that's so sweet. But it was it was the vibe of it where it was, I feel like when we are 50, 50 years old, and we're at a barbecue, mm-hmm. I can cut on plastic off the sofa around my kids and be like, you know nothing about this young blood. What you know about this record?
0: flipping the burgers.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, with my oversized t-shirt on and yep. my cargo shorts and my sandals. And your sweat towel, don't forget that. You don't know shit yeah. about this record. Equally, it goes to then Virgo's groove, which I was just like, she's insane. It's a bouncy ass record. Like, it's got an obvious groove to it. But she's singing her black Creole ass off on Virgo's groove. I was locked in. Then it goes to one of my favorite fucking records on the album. Move out the way. I'm with my girls and you all need space. <laughs> this record was significant to me because it's got Grace Jones on it. I don't know if you know a whole lot yeah, about yeah. Grace Jones. Grace Jones is a fucking icon mm-hmm. in the black gay community. She has records on tap for the girls, but she don't come out the house. Grace Jones don't want to talk to you niggas. And she don't like y'all go watch Grace Jones. interview when they ask her what she thinks about Lady Gaga. It's hilarious. So the fact that Beyonce was able to get Grace Jones to come out the house was already a gag, and mm. then she was able to pull in Tim's is also on the record, and I really enjoy her music. Tim's is like a newer like R and B Afrobeat artist. Yeah. Our friend Erica probably loves Tim's. I haven't spoken to her about this, yeah. But I feel like Erica adores Tim's, mm-hmm. right? So. I was gagged the whole time and and there's stuff going on lyrically and and sonically where I'm like oh this is a ballroom record this is this is a this is a dance record that has these pulls from the 80s and 90s like black gay dance club scene I was like and you only get it if you if you get it right like if right. you know what to look for I was like wow From heated we go to thick I saw the track list before the album came out, like two weeks prior to. Uh And I said, okay, 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 those titles sound great. And I said, Thick. (laughs) I said, that's going to be my favorite song on the album. I I just felt in my spirit. I was like, this is about to be nasty. I was like, she's spelling the word Thick. I I said, oh, no, it's a rap. (laughs) So then I cut the record on and she's thicker. and i said oh bitch <laughs> you better be 40 years old and still shaking that ass oh yes cuz she's three kids down right now uh, she's probably not to i'm not trying to objectify women she probably got big ass milk titties right now she's probably real thickums in the booty i don't even know if she pays for it but it doesn't it's irrelevant she's bad as fuck
0: yeah, and bad. i
1: i like a older woman being like I still got it. My <laughs> pussy is tight, and my man eats it daily. Like I <laughs> I like that kind of talk from older women. All right. I was rocking with it. All up in your mind, um, probably my least favorite on the record right now. Um, I'd enjoy I enjoy it. Um, it's actually produced by someone who uh by AG Cook who works pretty closely with Charlie XEX. Which, if you know anything about her music, she's, like, one of the pots and pans pop girls who's, like, music is, like, just very... When I say pots and pans, I mean her music sounds like someone is, like, taking pots and pans and scraping them together. And then, like, putting... And I'm not saying in a bad way. That's, like, the genre of music. Okay. So, it was fun to see Beyonce step into all these different, like forms of dance so she music can do all these different afro beats things. and and modern pop and futuristic pop and 80s and 90s like it was fun then um america has a problem which fucking love that record that fucking 학- Zukunft, Jingle, doom 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 like that fucking sonic the hedgehog ass beat she had going on um and then what i thought was one of the cuter records on the album was pure slash honey i knew because i had seen the credits list This has a, um, this has a sample on it from, and I'm not going to butcher the name because I really do need to know where is the miss honey shit at miss honey song. There you go. Um, it's got a sample from this, um, black, black ballroom culture person. Um, moi Renee, um, where the, the song is literally called miss honey. And I knew that was gonna be on the record, so the whole time I'm like, "Oh God, I want to, I want to hear how she flips this shit." So, "Pure Honey" is probably the gayest song I've ever heard Beyonce make in my entire fucking life. Life. The song starts <laughs> with the sample of this black gay person from ballroom being like, "Cunt, cunt, 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 cunt." and i was like oh shit she's acting so bingy right now it's so and i'm gonna use the word i'm gonna use the c word it doesn't mean what it functionally supposed to mean it was so cunt. she was really like misbehaving on that fucking song i was like god damn and then it ends with the, with the, uh, moi Renee sample of like, miss honey, miss honey, miss honey. And I thought this is so cute. Like she really loves us. She really loves the (laughs) girls. And then it ends in with a song called summer Renaissance, which is two parts. Number one, she's letting you girls know I have the summer in a choke hold. But then you think about how summer Renaissance has a, uh, Sample from a uh, Diana Ross. Um, Mm. Oh no, 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 no Donna Summer song. Mm. So it's Summer Renaissance in the summertime. So she's literally because the whole the whole conceit of the of this Renaissance album is I'm taking it back on you girls. Right. We're taking it back to the basics, which is why we didn't get a visual album when the album came out. Like if that was the case, I would have had you. I would have told you to watch that shit. Uh We haven't gotten any music videos for this shit. We've got one single from it. She's been very very tight-lipped about tours and visual because she's taking it back to the 80s and 90s, which is a time where you only got a single at a time. Right. You only got a music video when it came on MTV. You weren't getting a whole lot of shit, right? So, I I walked away from the album after the first like real official listen on Friday being like she really is that bitch. Like, Beyonce, you can't say anything about, like... No. There's nothing that can be said about her. And it, it can, you know, there's... Th- I have critiques, I've always had critiques about Beyonce in terms of, like, she is still a capitalist, that's still fucking annoying, there's <laughs> still some level of exploitation going on there. But in terms of the music, and in yes. terms of the visuals... There is nothing you can say to me that would convince me that Beyonce was not the greatest living artist of our time. Like there's nothing you can, in terms of music and in terms of performance value, in terms of visuals and thinking about shit and craftsmanship, there's nothing the fuck else you can tell me. And the gag of it all is this is act one and yeah she's she went on instagram last week and said this is a three-part project which means there's going to be an act two and an act three what are you girls going to do with yourselves (laughs) like she already put her left and right feet on your necks when she came out with this shit and then she told you girls just wait I'm going to do it two more times. Bitch, are you crazy? (laughs) Now, I've heard rumors that the second and third albums, Part Act 2 and Act 3, are supposed to be an R&B album Mm. and some some third genre. Maybe hip-hop, maybe country. I don't know. What I know is that anything she does, she does it well. And people, when she announced Renaissance was coming out, Pushed their album either up or pushed it back, right? Pushed it up, meaning you know, honestly, never mind. Um, or pushed it back. People are like, "Oh, I'm actually not going to release until August now because I need to give this lady a full breath of time before I push their albums back." I, I can't, I can't even because when she announced, I stopped paying attention to everybody the fuck else. Okay, I just remember Drake pushed his up, and I remember I like this white pop singer, M- Maggie Rogers. God bless her. She decided not to move her release date. Uh-huh. And it got completely overshadowed. She had an album come out the same day as Beyonce's. And I was like, sorry, Margaret. Margaret, like I don't. <laughs> I'll get to yours when I get to yours. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that she's back. Um, we, because the both of us are not black gay people, there are certain things about like the critiques of the album that I don't necessarily want to get into because it's going to be a lot of just me yelling um at certain subsects of folks who are hater ass bitches by the way um haters and again i'm always harsh on capitalists Mm -hmm. so i'm always gonna be like yeah no it fucking sucks that she's a capitalist you're not gonna get me to say her music is bad and if you tell me her music is bad i assume it's because either you were unloved as a child
0: oh my
1: god or there's something wrong with you right welcome the fuck back to the fray. Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter. Actually, the second you leave them out of my fucking house, I'm cutting the record on again. No, go for it. I haven't had a chance to listen to the album in headphones yet
0: because
1: uh-huh. I've only been listening to it in my car right. or on big speakers, uh, or like when we when we go on walks in the morning. When me and my boyfriend go on walks in the morning, I need a good listen through in some headphones. I need to go spark up some the new weed that I bought. I did go buy a new. <laughs> I, I bought a new ounce of weed. Um, and I'm just excited to be back in an era of time where Beyonce is releasing music frequently. Yeah, and just continuing to remind you girls, it don't matter how fucking old I get, I will still be that girl. <laughs> so from there, we will move to our last segment, which is our um, sugar or salt or our on the rim segment. Almost forgot the name of our fucking segment. Um, would you like to go first this week?
0: Oh, sure. I will put, um, I'll put sugar on the rim because everything's going great. Our summer is slowly coming to an end. It is. But I feel like good things are in place for you and me. Yeah. And I'm just excited to see what's coming up. Um. Yeah, I think I'm just more looking forward to the future, and uh, just seeing how things pan out over the next couple of months. I um okay, so I'm
1: it, I am gonna put salt on the rim, but it, it's only a smidgen, like it's only a couple flakes of salt. <laughs> so in the process of um, buying my new car, my parents, I think as I mentioned earlier in the show. They weren't really able to be around a whole lot, which is not the salt, because I get, you know, y'all have jobs and are busy and whatever else. And my my dad works way the Christ out on the on the East Coast. Um, And so I, I really did understand that that he couldn't really be available. Here's where the salt comes in. My parents, unfortunately, are not really in a place right now where their communication with one another or with me is where it needs to be when things need to get done so i was running around doing the whole car process by myself answering questions i didn't asking questions i didn't even know how to ask getting information i didn't know how to understand and and basically going through this process for the very first time at 25 without any direct help from my parents right Mm -hmm. And um, I told you I wanted wanted an SUV for the longest. Like I I thought, well, if I'm gonna get a new car, I'm gonna get one that I really, really want because hey, it's a new car and I, I wanna at least try to do it the right way. Couldn't get the SUV. Now I'm the kind of person who I will do what I have to do sometimes. It's not always about what I want. So yes, I did want an SUV, but no, I couldn't get one. So I thought, well, what car can I get? You know, the next best thing. It was this Volkswagen Jetta that's sitting outside. Um, Do you know that while I was test driving what is now my new car, my mom texts me and says, whatever you do, don't get that car. And I thought, that's weird. Yeah. But my mom's pretty tapped into the news. So I thought, well, maybe there's like a recall or something. Maybe it's going to blow up if I can. And I was like, okay. So... I called my dad and I said, hey, this is what I'm thinking about this car. I'm really, really liking it, whatever. My dad said, we want you to get the car that you actually want to get. And I said, well, dad, I can't get the car I want, I want to get because I don't have enough money and it's not available right now. Right. And I do need a car sooner rather than later. Yes. Right. So he was like, "Well, talk to your mom about it. See kind of what's going on." And so my mom was like, "Just take a day to think about it." And I said, "Ma, they might. Not, it's a car shortage. They, the, the The nigga might not have the car tomorrow." So she was like, "Just." She was like, "You're fine." She was like, "Just go ahead home." They They prey on that though. And I and I get it. Yeah. And I'm respectful about it because I understand what's going on. Now, mind you, my mom did yell at me on the phone a couple times during this process because I was telling her things that I was being told about the different view. Well, you shouldn't be letting them do. And, if- and I said, Mama, let's be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't here to help me. I'm doing this on right. my own. You're going to have to just kind of let me feel this on my own. So she kind of backed off for a second. So I I came home and I was like, well, I guess if I'm looking at sedans now, I should be looking at sedans now. So it can't just be the Volkswagen Jetta. Let me look at a Honda Civic. Let me look at another, maybe Toyota Camry, if that's available. You know, I got home. I was home for maybe 60 minutes. My dad calls me and says, son, we talked about it. I've been thinking about it. If you want to get the Volkswagen Jetta, just go ahead and get the Jetta. I said, daddy, um... You, what? I wish you would have said this when I was at the motherfucking dealership. Like, because I could have had the new car today. He said, Well, I talked to your mom about it, and um, she said she didn't want you to get the car. And I said, Well, did mom tell you why she didn't want me to get the car? He said, She said she just didn't like it. (laughs) I said, What? Yeah. I said, What did you say? He said, your mom said that she just didn't like the car. And so I busted out laughing on the phone. My dad busts out laughing on the phone. I said, are you saying to me that the reason I didn't get this new car today is because mom told you she didn't like the motherfucking vehicle? He's like, hey, man, I, I don't know. You, you got to call your mom. You got to talk to her. And I said, all right, cool. I'm feisty. Oh,
0: so
1: shit. I hung up the phone on my dad. She said, "Hey." I said, "Hey, Mama." I said, "Um." She said, "How's it going?" I was like, "Well, you know, it's all right." Like, I, I guess I'm kind of looking at new cars right now. I was like, just got, just got off the phone with Dad. I was like, "He told me to talk to you." I was like, "Did you tell Dad? Did you tell me not to get the car because you didn't like the car?" <laughs> she got quiet. She said, "Well," and I said, "Mama." Like, raising my voice. And I said, Mom! Now, she's going through a lot right now, so I didn't yell at her. I la- Good. <laughs> I con- now, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who you are. I will yell at you down. I don't give a motherfuck, right? So, I'm resisting the urge to do what's natural, which is hurt my mom's feelings. Because I'm like, how nigger ass dare you? <laughs> because you don't like the car? Right. So, I said, Mom, Respectfully. And I did say the word respectfully. I was like, I'm going to say this with as much love in my heart as I could possibly say. It can't be about what you like right now. Right. It can't be about what you want for me right now. Sometimes it has to be about, it's not about even what I want. Because I was like, do I want this Volkswagen Jetta? Not really. It wasn't what I woke up wanting. Right. But is it a great car? Yeah. Is it affordable? Yeah. Is it going to get me from A to B? Yeah. And right. is it safe? Absolutely. fucking I don't feel like I can, let me not say that. Um, I feel very safe in that car right now, right? So I said, Mom, it, it has to be about what I can get right now. Mm-hmm. And then my dad, a little bit later, was like, you know, I I kind of felt like it can't be about what you want, but it, it has to be about what you can get. And I said, I told you, Blackstat! I said this! So... <laughs> i I really this is more so assault on the rim because i I want to encourage parents. I know it is hard to watch your kids do things that maybe you don't agree with them doing right Maybe you would have gone a different way maybe you would advise them to do something differently right I would I, I would I would I just want to put my hand on on particularly black parents shoulder and say like, it is okay for your kids to do things that is outside of what you thought they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as black kids, particularly black kids who grew up in households like you and I did, where it was, you know, relatively sheltered. We yeah. we had church-going black parents, you know, pretty strict on rules and different things like that. Sometimes in our older years, in my early to mid-twenties, I just need my parents to be there. To either give me advice or say, hey, if you want to do this, we're going to back you. Right. Sometimes I don't need all that rah-rah about, well, I think you should do this and I think you should. And sometimes I don't need your input on things. Sometimes I don't actually give a damn what you think about what I'm doing. Because I'm in a situation now, particularly now that my boyfriend and I have started family planning, I have to make sure... Mines is all right yeah like I have to make sure that my family is secure exactly. right and sometimes even your own parents can get in the way of that so it's not even a, I was really mad at my mom thing because it, it was the next morning I went and bought the fucking Jetta so it was a non-issue mm-hmm. and my mom did apologize mm-hmm. the day she saw the car because mm. I drove to her house she drove the car her goddamn self and we didn't even get barely down the street. And she said, I want to say I'm sorry for being a hater.
0: <laughs> hey. And that's what you can ask for. Yeah.
1: Black parents don't do a whole lot of apologizing. They
0: do not.
1: It takes a lot for a black parent to apologize. There's a lot of pride there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like, well, I don't think I should have to apologize to you for jack shit. Because I'm the parent. I'm yeah. Exactly. So it was really big of her to do that. And it was it was big of my mom to be like, you know what? You made a good decision. This is a good car. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. It was just a thing of like I wish that y'all would have gotten that in your brains when I was at the dealership the first day. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. if my parents had called me and been and I would've been like, you know, this isn't working out. This isn't working out. This isn't work, working out. The the bank isn't loaning me the amount of money that I want or whatever the fuck. I wish my parents would have been like, "You know what? I know it's not the car you necessarily wanted, but if you like this car, and if, it's, if you think it's a good one And if you think it's affordable Go ahead and get it mm. And now what's happening My mom, my dad, my granny They're all like That is a nice ass car And I'm like I know It's almost like I have
0: a brain <laughs> they just get, It's hard for them to trust And like They not They like Are you going to make the right decision So when they see that you made the right decision And you knew what you are talking about They're like Oh maybe they do know more than They're like he's doing alright I give them right. credit for it Yeah
1: And I can respect it So yeah. Shouts out to my parents only a, a
0: couple sprinkles of, of salt on the rim.
1: And that, that's really it for me. So with that, uh, and the lights are going up, the bar is closing. Uh, we do have to go home. Uh, we thank you for joining us on another episode of the Jack and Daiquiri Show. Um, if you come back whenever the fuck we come back, um, we promise to have more rounds on you. Um, stay safe out there, girls. Monkeypox is a bitch, and I don't want anybody to get hurt. And take some time to go outside and cut the new Beyonce record on, hoes. It's time for the summer to end. (laughs) Thanks a whole lot, guys. We'll see you on the next one.